Hi, I'm Nancy O'Neill, Director of Detroit Business Hub Group. Welcome to the Detroit Business Hub Group podcast. Listen to business professionals share their expertise to help you start and accelerate your business. Invest in your business now. I'm Nancy O'Neill. I'm the director of the Detroit Business Hub Group. Um, in this segment, we're going to talk about access to capital. I'm here with Mike Rizzo. Mike, would you like to introduce yourself again? Yeah, sure. I'm Michael Rizzo. Uh, I'm one of the men in charge of Rizzo Rizzo Creative <laughs> Services Company. Uh, Rizzo Rizzo.com or IDCO or IDCO.com. And uh, I'm here because I know a little something about the current situation in terms of uh, disaster capital. I'm not a financial person, but uh, I am a small business owner and I might have some useful activities. Okay, sounds great. Excuse me. Sure. Okay, so Mike, um, why don't you just give us some background? on your experience with um, the EDLI and PPP. Absolutely. You said you've uh, received both of those. Yeah. So uh, Rizzo Rizzo is a, uh, hey, fingers crossed, an operating uh, marketing okay. agency in Southeast Michigan. And we're, we're doing some pretty good business right now, all things mm -hmm. But uh, I would like to take advantage of both the EPP and EIDL programs. Uh, in the case of the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, that was, uh, it is a loan that can be, uh, Forgive me. Uh, so effectively becomes a grant where I was given uh, money from the government in order to kind of get me through the hump there when things immediately were shut down uh, due to the quarantine. And then I also filed for and received an EIDL loan, uh, uh, emergency economic economic income <laughs> impact one of them. That's yeah, okay. I can, I can um, give you the official acronym term. I yeah, what matters though is you got that the money. I got the money. And with EIDL, that is not forgivable. That is a credit line. I'm going to pay back this type of money. Um, and in all previous kind of uh, circumstances that would trigger an EIDL situation, that was like a huge disaster. Right. Hurricane, tornado, wipes anything. Right. Uh, this is the first time that, you know, the pandemic and the kind of general economic downturn mm -hmm. has been able to give options to small business owners like yourself. Um, so I've got a pretty decent credit line at 3.75%, which is not nothing, but uh, I've got a year to kind of make sure the cash flow gets back to where I can pay that. I also received a $1,000 grant through the IDL. Uh, when that program started, it was going to be $10,000. Yeah. They walked that back down to, to $1,000. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah, exactly. We'll take free money anytime. <laughs> um, it's economically disaster. Fair. I said. I would have got it if there wasn't a camera. <laughs> That's fine. I messed that up several times during um, the April um, webinars, so it's okay. <laughs> um, all right. So due to COVID-19, what are some of the current trends regarding uh, access to capital and cash flow for today's marketplace that you've experienced? So, trying not to get political, but uh, when the situation became what it was, uh, the government moved at a certain pace to put together programs, and, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, expand the way that uh, that capital was accessible to business owners. Um, and I can't complain in that I was able to access both these programs. Uh, now, the first round of EPP funding mm -hmm. was, was here and gone pretty quickly. Uh, I did not get my EPP loan until the 
second round of funding came through. But um, I found that the process was reasonably straightforward. Uh, did not take too much in terms of directory. I'm, I'm again not a financial expert or an accountant, but I was able to get my books and my uh, application form put together relatively quickly. Um, and uh, I'm uh, very satisfied customer Flagstar Bank, they were able to take care of me. Okay, sounds great. Now, is Flagstar your regular bank that you normally make? They're my business bank. I do some, I have a checking account, personal checking account, which is my business checking account. But uh, see, I like them because, and this is anecdotal, I am not an expert. But uh, it seemed to me like local banks were in a better position to partner with their business customers yeah. and get access to capital faster than a Bank of America or Chase, which are just bigger institutions with a great deal many customers. So right. they only had so many resources available. Every single business owner across America all went running for the exact same time. Yeah. Well, not just that, but anyone who had an existing banking relationship, they were inundated with every single customer coming in to do this. Right. Um, I was thankful that Jessica, my banker, and Glenn were able to work with me directly and got me right people and got Sounds good. All right, so did have you obtained any other loans or grants available due to COVID-19? So I've been hearing that there might be another round of community funding. I don't know a lot about that yet. Um, and, and again, I wouldn't be the expert on it, but I'll be keeping an eye out because uh, as someone who's proudly paid taxes for all of the years I've been in business, I'll take any help I can get exactly. under the circumstances. Uh, and any smart business owner should be keeping an eye on what their options are Absolutely. under these circumstances, especially when you know Shake Shack took a lot of that money and uh, all, all these restaurants, <laughs> all these corporations get in there. Shake Shack gave their money. They, they gave it back. They did. It's, they were one of the good ones. They actually yeah. gave the money back. Um, yeah, I think Harper made like a hundred million dollar endowment. Like <laughs> they don't really need money from the government right now, so. I think they gave the money back too, but yeah. Um, so we just finished the Lake Trust uh, crowdfunding campaign, which was actually, I thought it was like a one-to-one loan grant. I found out from um, Nicole, who is, you know, she's the one that told us about the Lake Trust campaign. It was all grant money. So I was like, you mean we don't even have to pay half of it? She's like, no, she's like crowdfunding pays the half of it and we paid the rest. I was like, it was a, that was a $2,000. Super excited about that because I was like, most of the time we see these programs for like nonprofits, but it's very rare that you see the government or anybody else like giving businesses money. Sure. So that was, um, that That's was great. Great. Like, Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike was um, major in helping us reach that goal. So yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. So are there other ways I can leverage my business in today's marketplace? Um, I know that we were able also to obtain like a PayPal business line that helped us in operating expenses. We talked off air, we talked about leveraging our business income a little bit. So do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, that's really just a question of how I'm using that EIDL money. Yeah. Um, so paycheck protection program, the idea there is that you continue to make payroll as you were doing beforehand and continue to employ people as you with the EIDL, you, again, you have to be really careful about what you use that money for. Uh, I can't go out and buy any cameras or anything, so we like that. It's frivolous. Right. It's got to be about maintaining continuity of employment for myself and my people and then paying right. the bills. But for a small business like mine, where uh, 
cash flow is really dependent on when projects are completed, projects get paid by customers. Uh, it does give me that pad where I'm not necessarily waiting for a check to clear from an invoice or, or product or service. Yeah. Uh, I can be continuing to pay myself and my contractors on time uh, without necessarily having to worry about when's this project going to get funded. And it just gives me the flexibility to pay myself first uh, to continue to float those contracts and let them pay themselves out of their and that is something I think that is a major issue with small businesses and even going up to medium-sized businesses is cash flow. Yeah. Um, having those funds in, I know I had to wait, uh, I had delayed a few payments this month um, just because we were waiting on getting the funding from Lakeshore. So it's something, you know, it kind of puts you in a really awkward position because like I hate paying bills late and I'm like, well, the funds aren't in the account yet. So it's like, what are you gonna do? And that's another option that small business owners have to, yeah. to look back at their network, to look back at where their investments are, right. and see what options are out there. Uh, yeah. So I've, as, as a creative professional, I pay a certain amount of money every month to Adobe for their creative cloud software. Uh, and I was able to get a few months free just by calling them and saying, hey, COVID-19, what can you do for us? <laughs> uh, and I got three months free of my Adobe Creative Cloud subscription. Uh, was there a great deal of economic hurt there? Was I really in trouble? Well, no, but I've also been paying about dollars a month every month for yeah. 10 years now, and I don't for a second feel bad about them giving me a couple of free on the um, And there's a lot of that going around. Yeah. Uh, every single credit card company I deal with has been really gracious about, hey, if you need some kind of consideration, get in touch, uh, and I haven't had to make any of those calls. But all of our partners, and it is a partnership, uh, we're in business, mm -hmm. working with a lot of different people, a lot of different levels. Uh, I think we're all kind of banding together in this to try and get through it. And uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with working whatever angle you have, whatever option there is for you to make business run smoothly these days. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at a program um, that works with it's a cash flow forecasting tool and um, it's excellent because it lets you know um, you have to put all of your monthly expenses in an Excel sheet and then it shows you the cash you're putting inputting into the Excel sheet how much cash you have coming in I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do this so I can let you guys know um, how much cash you are putting into the system so that you're not kind of stuck you know, in that awkward position where, um, you know, the funds aren't here right now for me to be able to pay this bill. Um, and like you said, it gives you a little bit of that cushion. So, um, yeah, it's a very, very nice tool. Um, let me see, I can tell you in a second why I got Yeah, this. absolutely, go for it. And I think for, for all of us small business owners that are using clever tricks, it's also just fundamentally uh, none of us have the wiggle room to not be very, very careful about where how we spend our money and yeah. being smart about what we do on a daily basis and what's going on. Because especially in my line of work with, with creative services and with video, especially, right. uh, you can get way too many gadgets and spend a lot of money on gadgets. Well, the other and, thing uh, too is like you have, um, I would say you're one of more of the higher end expenses in marketing. so. In your term, like you could just do one project in a month, 
well, you want to get paid because essentially that could be your only customer for that month. And that can really put you in a deep hole if that person, you know, is on this like that like that whole month of bills that you need to pay. Like our friend Greg, who, who got started selling vehicles. Uh, yeah. Anyone who sold cars for any period of time understands that there's, you know, there's those feast and famine periods Absolutely. where you wind up on a cold street where it's 30 or 45 days where it's yeah. pretty cold out there. Same with real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, Goldman Sachs is the name that program oh. that has that forecast. Oh, very cool. So, yeah, they did a free seminar with one of the uh, small business uh, organizations I was working with. And they offered us a free webinar. So. Very cool. Yeah. So I'll try to Yeah, I'll, I'll forward it to you. Please do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. Um, so we talked about ways that we can leverage our income or revenue. What are some other suggestions that we can do um, with the current pandemic that we're facing right now? Well, I think once you've done everything you can to get working capital from those government relief programs and what little we can do to get a little bit of relief from, from the people who work with on a daily basis. We've all got to be looking at our business models as they relate to our current situation and see about you know what you can tweak and what you can be doing a little bit differently and mm -hmm. pivot how you do business on a day-to-day -day basis to take advantage or accommodate circumstances. Um, I, I spoke a little in the last webinar that we had about how the directions of my business has changed over the last 90, 120 days uh, to be a lot more web focused. Because I have customers that would have had a presence at the North American International Auto Show had there been a North American International Auto Show. That was a big hit to the entire country. Absolutely. But for anyone who would have been operating Palooza having an in person presence, yeah. well, you've got to figure out a way to go online and have the same level of power and impact that you would have had if you were in person. Uh, I, I talk about all the different levels of, of video content, how we've got really polished stuff, we've got stuff that's more casual like this. Right. Um, this is great for having a conversation with somebody, but when it comes to making sales, you got to be a little bit more polished than you can tell. Uh, and in those circumstances, that's where I'm getting customers to do these really fancy live streams. And it's, it can feel ostentatious until again you're thinking about well this is what we're doing instead of going to the auto show and yeah. having crazy loops and all this stuff. Um, and that's obviously that's my business and everybody else is different. But things are changing in the marketplace right now, and you've got to be conscious of it and, and working proactively to take advantage of what we can um, and, and keep things going. Gotcha, gotcha. That's about all I got. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to locate the questions again. <laughs> so it's throwing my um, this off a little bit. So yeah. Um, okay. I was just going to comment on the auto show that there were um, restaurants. So I hear they actually went out of business over that because it was, such, it was such a major part. Of it's a huge thing. boom period yeah. for a lot of different industries I, that work in support of that. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you know, th those major events, it's not just about the industry that claims to serve. Right. It's all the other industries that have come to expect that you may a lot of people from out of town during the, yeah. the hotel industry, the restaurant and hospitality industry, right. marketing and advertising, video, right. Right. all of my broadcasting people who expected to be down there shooting for, for days. 
to cover packages for the various different meat networks. Uh, and a lot of it's, it's staggering the impact that has on. It's like a ripple effect. Oh, hugely. Yeah, yeah. And I think some people who are were normally expecting that income in January, they're like, okay, maybe I can like I can float possibly until we have it in June. But then when it got canceled in June, they're like, you know, nope. forget it. I'm just going out of business. Yep. I'm like, never mind. This is not even worth that hassle that all animals going through. It's like you can only, you know, float for so long, you at some point you have to start to get some revenue coming in. Yep. So and then when COVID hit, it's like, you know, the rest of some of the restaurants weren't even open or they were only open for carry out. Um, and just since we're talking about restaurants, I just wanted to say too, like a lot of the restaurants downtown are part bars. So most of their income is coming off of liquor. Well, when you can't take the liquor out of the restaurant and you can't sit in the restaurant, that took out a large part of the revenue as well. But back to my point about the pivot, yeah. look at all these high-end restaurants that switch to cash and carries that they're selling about alcohol or yeah. have effectively become very fancy grocery stores selling interesting mixes of products that they had in the kitchen. Um, yeah. have made, they're not making most of the business they're making as a restaurant, but they're able to stay around yeah. and keep operating by kind of switching their business model to do something that makes sense for them. And it's, there's definitely a lot of people who are going to, to have to lose their businesses right. because of the circumstances and nothing they could have done to fix it. I recently wrote a book called Fire Your Job, Be Your Own Boss. And from the book, I realized that a lot of business owners, especially new business owners, they need help. They don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of business because it's new to them and they're on a learning curve. Because as a business owner, you're not just selling your product or concept, you're also running the business. So you're in charge of human resources, people calling, customer complaints. You're in charge of product quality. You're in charge of people management, hiring staff, payroll. So these are all parts of owning your own business. It's not just the product or service that you're offering. You can either choose to hire people to do those things, but most of the time with new business owners, they do it themselves. The Hub Group comes in to help because we are a group of business professionals. Um, we own our own businesses and we can help you put those pieces together. So the benefit of the Hub Group is that you have access to eight to nine different professionals who on your own, if you were to go to them, more than likely you could not afford them. We're offering you these products at a discounted rate um, in order to help you grow your business. Working on your business, unlike working in your business, working on your business is planning time. Taking the opportunity to realize you need just as much time to plan the access to your business as you do working in the business. In other words, how are you going to get customers to come to your business? That's working on your business. Working in your business is servicing those customers. We have about eight group members and everyone has a specialty um, that they do as a business owner to help new business owners get off the ground. Frequently the difference between a new business succeeding and failing is um, the expertise they're able to bring to the problems that confront every business. Uh, the Hub Group brings you into contact with people who are not only uh, capable of doing the work, but have the experience in the fields that you're working in, 
and are actually interested in helping startups. It's very different working with a startup than it is working with a more mature company. Fort Dimensions Consulting Group is an HR firm. What I learned being in a nonprofit is that a lot of small business owners don't have HR departments and they don't have the resources to bring on an HR professional. So we offer services such as HR compliance, consulting, organizational assessments, and training, amongst many other HR-related um, issues. Everybody has a different kind of skill set and different wheelhouse and, and, and so forth. So I think where, where, where I've perhaps excelled is just salesmanship. So vehicles for 10, 12 years. Going back to my, when I was 19 years old, I mean, the, the, the skills that I've learned and acquired kind of still serves me to this day. You maintain relationships, how important integrity is, how important your word is, you know. Um, I've, I have clients who purchased when I was 20, 21 years old, okay, bought a vehicle from me who are clients to this day and they trust me with their, you know, be it a, a retirement account. So with the media side, I create content for social media outlets. So I create their templates. I create their photography, um, posts, videos, um, commercials, and promotional videos. And I also do photography for their services only. On the marketing side, I teach and train business owners and entrepreneurs how to market their business online. And along with that, um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, I do consultations, I do anything following along with helping them market their, their brand and business. In the market, as far as digital marketing and advertisement, is things are changing swiftly. Very important for you to upgrade your business right now on the marketing and advertisement room. Ashton Business Consulting is a full-service CPA firm. I provide accounting, bookkeeping, and advisory services to small businesses, nonprofits, and individuals. For businesses starting out, day one, you need to set up a solid accounting system. Okay. You have to understand where your expenses are going. You need to understand where your revenue comes from, not only from a management perspective, but also from a tax perspective. So the most important thing that no business owner realizes when they get started is the cost of doing business. I work with helping business owners write their business plan and also decide on what type of business entity they want to start with. You can purchase two packages through the Hub Group. One is a starter package, and that is uh, with me helping you form your business plan and also deciding which business entity you're going to select. I also help you file the paperwork with the state as well as get your EIN number. Um, we have seven other professionals who all have their own specialties. So that could be real estate, that can be insurance, that could be legal services, that can be HR services. So by the time that you start your business on day one or opening day, you have a thorough understanding of what you're getting yourself into. You have a game plan, which is your business plan. Your business entity is set up so you won't be getting in uh, trouble with taxes. Um, and you're gonna have everything that you need to, to successfully start your business. Uh, I woke up this morning uh, thinking about how am I gonna grow my business in 2020? How do I want us to grow? I got up at 5 a.m., left the bedroom, went and sat at the kitchen table, and started writing ideas down. I've done this for the last 20 years. Whenever it hits me, I plan. So that's that part of planning to work on your business instead of in your business. 
I got up, went to the table, and I put down, what did I make in 2019? What did I make in 2018, 2017? Because what that tells me is a trend as to what, I, what the possibilities are. So I set what I call my realistic goal. And then I had what we call a stretch goal. So I set a stretch goal in there. So my stretch goal, if I hit that, I'm gonna be super, super happy. But if I hit my minimum goals, I will take care of my 10 employees. They will go on vacations. We will all do well. So minimum is still gonna allow me to live a great life. But the stretch, the stretch is a game changer. If you're ready to jumpstart your business in 2020, hire the Detroit Business Hub Group and go to my website at nancyoneal.com. Thank you for joining us today. Detroit Business Hub Group is committed to your success. Go to nancyoneal.com forward slash DBHG for business tips, blogs, videos, and virtual classes. Watch your investment pay off.